Uh, we're welcome back to the Saturday Coffee Clutch with Heather Lofthouse. And Heather, it is so good to see you, even though we're on different coasts today. I know. I hope you're doing well over there, but we're still having coffee. I'm going to no, toast I, you. I, I, I had to leave uh, Paradise, uh, you know, Berkeley, uh, in order to have a 30th reunion with my staff at the Labor Department 30 years ago. Uh, and it was fabulous. Uh, and now I'm in New York. Uh, which is not quite as fabulous. Uh, but oh, but I've your been... Substack, your post on the reunion was so lovely. You all getting back together, remembering well, when you actually got a lot of good stuff done. People are still in public service. It was. I'm so glad you shared it with us all. Well, thank you. It was very. It seriously was very moving. I mean, I I had forgotten, um, not the people, but I forgot the feeling. You know, when you're working with a group of people and you're making a lot of headway and you are actually in government and government is doing something, you know, we raised the minimum wage. Uh, 51 million people got a raise the I day know. we raised the minimum wage. It was an extraordinary experience so to be and to, to just remember all of that. Uh, but I wish uh, we could be as upbeat about, you know, what's happening no. now. No, yeah. upbeat. upbeat. Not a word we're using these days, but there were some votes, and we now have a new Speaker of the House. Well, that's I wish I could be delighted with the new Speaker of the Not House, delighted. Mike Johnson. You know, uh, the only reason uh, that he got in there are two reasons. Number one, nobody had ever heard of him outside of very narrow confines of, of the Republican House, uh, and also he is a Trumper. I mean, Donald Trump supported him. Uh, you know, this is this is the I think this is the final straw in terms of the Republican Party becoming a Trump party. Uh, mm. And Mike Johnson is, uh, you know, he was one of the engineers uh, of yeah. the, uh, you know, the, 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 the drive on January 6th, uh, 2021, not to certify. Uh, he is an election denier. He's a MAGA, kind of supreme MAGA. Yeah, uh, MAGA he, Mike. Uh, well, you know, I mean, I, I, I think that uh, this man is going to be a tremendous problem. Uh, he also was against the continuing resolution to keep the government open. Uh, he has voted in favor of and agitated in favor of a ban, a federal ban on abortions. Uh, he wants to criminalize a gay sex. Yeah, uh, I mean, he was he was in charge of the study. I could go on and on and on. I mean, this is he is, uh, you know, tw he's on the right wing of the right wing of the extremists. Uh, and I wish I could be pleased that finally the Republicans came up with a speaker. But they did it, I think, only because Donald Trump finally said, you've got to come up with a speaker. And this is the man. What happened to. OK, so we had Kevin McCarthy out, then Jim Jordan. Then what about Jim Jordan? I mean, we had him twice. And then, but there were, it was interesting to watch who was against Jim Jordan. And there was an idea that, ooh, there are some moderate Republicans who are not going to go with this, these big liars. Yeah, so what liars. happened to the moderates is an interesting That's my question. question. Where'd they go? Well, I have a theory about that. I think a lot of the moderates uh, just didn't want to be exposed uh, to their own moderate voters. These moderates, by the way, for the most part, are in districts that Biden won in 2020. Yep. Uh, they didn't want to show their colors, and they didn't want to show their colors either way, in any, any, either direction. 
And Mike Johnson, because he was so unknown, he was an unknown quantity, uh, they thought they could just vote for him and keep their bona fides with the Trumpers and not get in trouble with Trump and at the same time not get in trouble with their moderate uh, constituents. Yeah. Uh, but it's not going to work. Mm-mm. By the way, the- we didn't mention that we're on camera again. I mean, where are we? I mean, I wanted to say thank you. We should have done this at the top. Everyone was so positive about seeing our faces last week, not just hearing our voices. And so we'll see. We're going to play around with the video. Maybe we'll do it again. Maybe we'll, you know, I don't know. Thank you. Yes, and I don't even know where to look when we do the video. <laughs> well, I want to, you know, this coffee clutch, uh, we would do, not be doing this coffee clutch, obviously, were it not for you. You Substackers out there, all of you who, who continue to join us, we are so grateful to you. And uh, when I say we would not do the coffee clutch, I mean, Heather and I would probably do the coffee. We used to do the coffee clutch. We have coffee. Yeah. For right. years. We just coffee. Uh, but um, it's just nice to have you with us. And I yeah. think this extra dimension of having yeah. you with us. And so thank uh, you. We, we can see all of you, by the way. Yeah, it's I see you. Me. It's really, uh, some of you have got to you know, get yeah. out of your pajamas. Also, yeah, than that, it's we've fine. got latte right here. Yeah, a little latte <laughs> on the face. Latte on the face. Okay, uh, and- so that's so that's depressing about the speaker. My other question is, <laughs> I mean, we're so in the weeds, and I think a lot of our Substack followers, yours, are in the weeds. Most people don't know what the Speaker of the House is, right? Do the average does the average American care? I mean, I know it's important, and hopefully, this will have interesting repercussions for no, most people, you're absolutely right heather most people have no idea i mean uh, the speaker of the house uh is kind of does two the reason it's important is or she's important is number one uh, he or she is after the vice president in line for the presidency uh it's let's a big deal i mean yeah. this is a huge potential deal god forbid yeah. but it, it is a potential huge deal um and secondly the speaker decides on what's the schedule is going to be what's going to be voted on and how it's going to be voted on. And uh, that is, you know, just in other words, the organization, the ongoing daily, weekly organization of the House. And this is why Mike Johnson, uh, you know, I worry. I mean, November 17th, the government runs out of money and he has given indications that he's willing to have another continuing resolution to keep the government funded, but he may condition that, uh, and this is what he wanted to do before, uh, on major cuts and all kinds of things that that people depend on. Uh, So I am, uh, well, I, I, I know that there are some Democrats in the House and some Democrats around the country who are delighted because Mike Johnson is going to be such an easy target uh, when it comes to the next election. But between now and the next election, uh, we could be in trouble. Mm, I know. And we have to talk about the horrendous yet again, I mean, just uh, gun violence in this country, but this horrendous situation in Lewis and Maine earlier this week. It's Every so time. tragic. It's horrible. It's tragic. It's heartbreaking. I, you know, I know Lewiston, Auburn, that area very well. I clerked for a judge in Portland. I spent a lot of time in Lewiston, Auburn. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, Lewiston has 40,000 people. It's a small town in Maine. It's the last place you would expect 
gun violence. But I think what we can all take from this, if we didn't already take it from other examples in this country, tragic examples of mass killings, uh, is that no place is safe. Nowhere is safe. Nobody is safe. I mean, your sentence, the last place you'd expect, I feel like can be the title of the, you know, next report on this. I mean, it's it's always the last place you'd expect. Uh, Jared <sighs> Golden, who is a congressman uh, from uh, from that area, from the second district in Maine. Maine only has two Congress members of Congress, uh, but he had been a very strong advocate for guns. He was he, he did not want to have any controls on guns. I was I was actually moved, Heather. Um, right after the tragedy in Lewiston, uh, he came out, said he was wrong. He apologized to his constituents for his position on guns. He says he's now in favor of stricter gun controls. I mean, how many politicians have you heard who were, you know, pro-gun who apologized? Not enough. Not enough. And I think it's genuine with him, right? I don't think it's a, whoops, you know, no, no, quick I, spin I think it. it is, I, think, I think it is genuine. Yeah. And I, uh, I wish there were more. Uh, yeah. I and mean, then, every time something like this happens, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all of the all of the bull twat, you know, the, our hearts and 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 our feelings are with you. Well, if uh, politicians, if your hearts are really with these people, with the people in America who are being subjected to gun violence I and know. mass killings, uh, let's get you know, let's do something about this. I mean, yeah. there are a lot of things that can and should be done. I, when we last talked about this, and it feels like we're always talking about this, you remember there was a ban on assault weapons. Diane Feinstein uh, and Bill Clinton and others got behind it. It was for 10 years, and we saw major reductions in killings, particularly mass killings during that 10-year period. Why can't we do that again? I know. Thoughts and prayers aren't cutting it. Um, well, someone should take it on. I mean, rest in peace. Diane Feinstein. Well, I know, you know, uh, Gabby Giffords, who mm-hmm. is a dear friend, and uh, she runs a gun control group. You know what happened to her, mm-hmm. uh, and um, and and I and I wow. heard from her this morning, um, and uh, she's you know every time there is another terrible incident, and there've already been how many this year? I mean, a record number of right. mass, mass killings. It's always uh, a record number. The uh, you know the the <sighs> irony is that her group uh, does get more and more. Uh, people willing yep. to willing to support what they're trying to do. Yeah. And now when I sign on to the New York Times and I open it, I mean, the headlines are horrific. You can, there's the Russia-Ukraine war. There is Israel-Gaza war. I mean, what, it's so scary. And I really appreciate it. And I think a lot of us did your Substack yesterday talking about brutality and horrificness and the fact that we have to stay in it. I mean, the only thing we can do is continue to fight. What's going to happen, Bob? I'm scared. Well, I think you have a a right to be scared. And uh, if we're not scared, I think we're not paying attention. Uh, What worries me is that a ground war uh, in uh, Gaza is likely to be not only uh, inhuman, uh, inhumane, uh, cause huge number of civilian casualties, uh, but it's also likely to be suicidal for Israel because the uh, the Arab states will turn on Israel. They're already pressure on the the street, as it's called, that is the uh, the, the Arab street, uh, to take more action against Israel. Uh, 
And uh, that's a tinderbox. It's already a tinderbox. It's a tinderbox for the entire Middle East. Uh, it's the last thing Israel needs. It's the last thing, thing any of us needs. It's brutal. It's so brutal. And I think more will be revealed. And brutality. I think the, the word <sighs> brutal is, you're exactly right, Heather. And what I tried to get at yesterday was, was there is a moral stance here. Uh, against brutality in whatever form it takes. A lot of people, you know, they, 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 they hear about or they read about the killings, mass killings, they read and hear about, uh, you know, all of the misogyny and, and, and anger and bigotry that Donald Trump is, is continuing uh, to, to dredge up. Uh, they hear and read about Ukraine and Israel and Gaza, and, and a lot of people despair and they say, oh, well, I don't want to listen to the news. I don't want to think about this. I want to escape from it. As long as I am safe and my family and children are safe, uh, that's fine. But nobody is safe from this. Uh, mm -hmm. We have got to speak out. We've got to denounce violence and brutality in whatever its form. Uh, we've got to uh, really move our politicians and power brokers in the direction of seeking uh, an ending of human suffering in whatever its form. Uh, it sounds easy. It's not easy. These are complicated no, it issues. It doesn't sound easy. <laughs> but it's uh, it's critically important. It's so scary. Um, something else on the home front is it's been interesting to watch Trump's lawyers pleading guilty. We have three, right? We have yes. um, there's Kenneth, Kenneth uh, Chesbro. Chesbro. You know, I was always pronouncing it Cheesebro. I thought it was, he, he's I mean, from Wisconsin. That's not wrong. Cheese, I think Cheesebro is Cheesebro. much. Cheesebro. But I do think it's Chesbro. Yeah, Chesbro. Um, and then Sidney Powell and Jenna mm -hmm, Ellis. And Jenna Ellis. So I mean, three, what does it all mean? Also, yeah, shame on them. Come on. Exactly. Shame on them. Lawyers, you know, where, how can you have so many lawyers? And if we throw... Uh, Rudy Giuliani into the mix, and he's it. He mm. is in the mix. You know, you've got a, a collection of lawyers who actually are alleged, and there's a lot of evidence uh, that they were involved in a plot, a plot uh, to turn around and reject uh, the and overturn the results of a an election. Uh, what are these lawyers doing? They should all be disbarred. I know. I mean, please, right? It will yeah. happen. Not, and, yeah, it's not just a criminal uh, indictment and not just a, a pleading guilty to a criminal charge, but get them out. And every, I mean, lawyers have a responsibility, not just to their clients, but yeah. to the Constitution of the United States. Uh, you know, know, that's what oh. uh, they have, a, they have, a, they have a, a responsibility to our laws. Uh, so and, do and, electeds. I mean, it's like Mike Johnson was all about, you know, the big lie. He's not going to get disbarred. He's getting a promotion. I mean, how do we, right. so how do we, hold, we, well, we hold these people, we hold uh, the, the people who are elected, we hold them responsible the only way we can. And that yep. is by basically getting them out of office uh, by simply deciding that they are not going to, you know, Mike Johnson should not continue to be in office. Yeah. Uh, and uh, none of the, there were, by the way, Heather, uh, just to keep our mind focused on this, uh, there were 10 Republicans uh, in on January 6, 2021, 2021, yep. Yep. who voted to certify. Uh, they're all out. Yep. So in other words, all the Republicans there. Persona non grata, I know. Uh, are either elect election deniers or have basically agreed with Trump. Um, there was so, a failure to salute. I mean, well, uh, you know, it's worse than that. 
I don't know if I ever told you, but uh, in 2016, right after Trump was elected, I had a conversation with an old friend. I will keep him anonymous, protect his identity, uh, who was he's a, good, a dear friend of mine. He's Republican. He was a member of Congress. And I said to him, I asked him, I said, well, how can you how do you explain all of these Republicans who have not denounced Donald Trump? The failure to denounce the bigotry, the lies, the, the racism, the xenophobia, uh, the uh, anti-Muslim, anti-Mexican. How can you explain it? And he said, after a long pause, well, you have to got to understand, uh, my party has a lot of nutcases and many of them have guns. No, Bob. And, and I, I thought he was joking. Mm-mm. He wasn't joking, Heather. Uh, I think mm. there, what's coming out is more and more of these Republican lawmakers are actually being threatened. Their lives have been threatened. Those who did not, who voted against um, or voted for impeachment, the second impeachment of Donald Trump, uh, a lot of them, their families were threatened, they were threatened. um, And uh, there's a great deal of evidence coming out about this. Mitt Romney, the new book, the biography of Mitt Romney, uh, he talks about this as well. I miss Mitt Romney. I never thought I'd say those words. I never thought I'd say that either. I mean, Mitt uh, Romney, John well, McCain. This, um, I mean, yeah. there, you know, there used to be some people in the Republican Party, elected officials uh, in the uh, at the level of Congress, who were decent, uh, principled people, and adults in the room, to use the phrase you've been using. And and they are uh, rapidly diminishing, declining. No, I know. I know. You know, uh, Liz Cheney. Uh, is not somebody who I ever agreed with on any substantive Mm-mm. issue. No. But she, isn't she looking better and better? I mean, shouldn't, I'm not going to, you know, I, I would never vote for Let's her for clear. president, but I wish she would start a third party that would become the next Republican party. There's so many uh, disaffected Republicans who hate Trump, but don't know where to turn. Uh, yeah. And she would be a great leader of a yeah. A third Republican Party, a new Republican Party. Is it a third? I think, or can we just reboot the existing one? Anything third party always makes me think. Well, how do you reboot an existing party? I think you you need a. Trump Trump managed to reboot. He he took over the Republican Party. I know. I think you need a defibrillator of epic proportions. Um, Okay, can we, is there anything uh, positive Halloween? What do you no, what are you going to be for Halloween? Halloween. <laughs> I don't know. I've never thought. I never liked Halloween. Or do you? Are do you? You have a no. you have a child who is like who's still trick or treating age, right? Yeah, but he's cool now. So he's eleven. So it's like I'll wear all black and a mask. You know, costumes are out. Just cool. Just want the candy. You know, Just I don't. I don't dress up. Do you? Do you have a costume from when you were little that you remember? Because you're you're an artist. You have abilities of drawing and painting. No, Did you I ever never, have a? I never. I just never put a, a sheet over my head uh, and said trick or treat. Were, and then and you, you know, when I was your son's age, uh, mm-hmm. I did stop saying trick or treat. I said candy or else. Oh, give me the candy. Give me the candy or else. That's that's kind. And, Did that and, yeah, work I, in your I, favor? No, no. I don't. I think Halloween. Some people still love Halloween. It's not my favorite holiday. No, I think it it's really silly. Is. My mom used to pay me five cents of candy to take it away from me so I wouldn't eat it because it was, you know, bad for it, your teeth. It'd have and... you a big incentive to get as much candy as five you possibly cent- could. I know. Yeah, five. I'm, I'm gonna, it was. I'm going to tell you Woo! something. I never told anybody. I, I, <laughs> no one else is listening. Age, it's fine. At the age of 14, um, I was very, there was one house 
that would never give out any candy and was sort of, uh, I don't know, I didn't, they were kind of nasty people. And <laughs> I, I loaded up with some friends. A oh garbage no, Bob, are you sure you want to go here? A garbage can with water. I filled their garbage can with water, tipped it against their door and rang the oh. doorbell. Oh, I'm so, I feel guilty even to this day. I'm you sorry. You should feel guilty. Yeah. I thought you were going to say maybe t toilet paper, TP'd, or egged. Wow, the well, old water. What? But water. And it tipped. I hear. I, I can even hear it to this day. The garbage can tipping over and the people going, ah! And I'm yelling, trick or treat, and running. Oh, well, I think you having guilt is good. Could have been worse than water. I feel like maybe it could have been something more staining. It could have been. It could have been. Uh, anyway, anyway. This, is, this is not, this is a... I, I I wish we could be more upbeat, uh, but I As think that's I. unrealistic. I mean, there there's it's a lot not. there's a lot wrong with the world, and, uh, and people are scared, and they're right to be scared. I, in I, their lives, and and people are <sighs> despairing. Yeah, and and well, I understand that. Well, it's nice to be with you and it's everyone nice else. To be with you and on the coast, we are coastal elites. I'm on the east coast. You're on the west yeah, coast. Yeah, you're a differently differently coasted yeah but anyway it's nice to see you and i'll we'll be back next week in real yes. life together um once again by the way, i want to just thank michael lahanas calderon for uh helping technically you're here michael michael you do this, such a wonderful job and this we don't, coffee you know, clutch this, this ck clutch. is pretty diy yes, on average but, but on a good day we can convince michael to come help us and it's less torturous for everybody it is thank you michael and thank you everybody Everybody out there who has joined us, hope you have a good, peaceful week. Heather and I are, are hoping the, the next week is more peaceful than this week, but uh, don't count on it. Take care.